Welcome to the Total Health Evolution Podcast, where we discuss exercise, nutrition, and lifestyle tips to help you live a healthier, happier life. And now, your host, Derek White. Welcome back to the Total Health Evolution Podcast. We're now on episode number 18, and it's been a while since I've covered the mental fitness side of wellness, and I wanted to revisit it a few times over the next couple of episodes because, well, it's important. You see, there's more to fitness than just exercise and nutrition because there are underlying factors that, that make us want to seek the fitness lifestyle. And there are reasons why so many people put off moving forward with their fitness goals. So today, I want to discuss how to reduce procrastination when it comes to life in general, goals, and fitness as well. But first, I have a quick fit tip for you. Too often, people tend to ask, let's call them the wrong questions when it comes to fitness. You see, I've been doing this for a while, and I am not exaggerating when I say I'd be an extremely wealthy man if I had a dollar, because we have to account for inflation, of course. But if I had a dollar for it every time someone asked me, Derek, how long would it take for me to lose 20 pounds? Do you think I could do it in a month? Like, dude, I don't know. It's the 20th. Like, what do you want me to tell you? Or what can I eat to lose 10 pounds by tomorrow? Now, these are just examples of the wrong questions. And of course, I'm exaggerating, but... I get a lot of questions that are similar to these, and they're not exaggerating. They're dead serious. Now, what I mean by these being the wrong questions to ask is that none of these are really lifestyle changing questions. They're all about instant gratification. And when you put one of these ridiculous deadlines on a fitness goal, you'll find yourself in that position where you're constantly shooting for that same goal over and over again because you'll aim for it, you'll hit it, you'll fall off. You aim for it, you hit it, you'll fall off. So it takes some changing, especially with your questioning. Instead of saying, Derek or whoever, whatever personal trainer you're speaking with, how can I lose 10 pounds by tomorrow? What about how can I get this weight off and keep it off? Or instead of having the goal of losing as much weight in the shortest period of time possible, set the goal of not having the same body composition this time next year, because that's something that you can really be proud of and you're going to hang on to it. And when you change your mindset to focus on reaching long term, consistent goals, I can promise you, you won't be wearing the same pants or shorts or dress sizes months down the road. You're not going to. You're not going to look the same. You're going to feel confident. You're going to be proud and you're not going to let those results go away really easy because you'll be aiming for something completely different at that point. You'll be happy with where you are and you have the satisfaction of knowing that you don't have to put yourself through some of these foolish get fit quick diets to lose this crazy amount of weight in this short period of time. But I'll be clear with you. If you do try some of these methods, I can guarantee that you will lose about 15 pounds. You may even lose 20 pounds or this crazy amount of weight in, who knows, maybe a couple of days. You may actually hit that goal. <laughs> You'll be happy when you look at the scale. That's just the way the body works. If you go through some of these crazy schemes, they will help you drop weight. But in the same breath, you'll surely pack on that 15 plus pounds that you lost shortly thereafter. That's also how the body works. So my charge to you is this. Do it right the first time and you won't have to worry about repeating the process. Instead of inquiring about ways to lose a lot of weight in this short amount of time, start inquiring about ways to consistently reach your goals and set new ones. I want you to think about something and just keep this in mind whenever you're thinking about losing 10 pounds in this short amount of time. Short-term weight loss just confirms how long that weight loss will stick around. It'll only stick around for the short term. I want you to keep that in mind because it's the truth. Now let's get to today's content. Have you hit a fitness plateau? Let us help. Total Health Evolution provides online fitness plans customized to fit your needs regardless of where you are. It's time to feel confident in your appearance and take the guesswork out of the fitness journey. 
Visit TotalHealthEvolution.com slash GetFit to get started on your customized plan today. Before I move into this topic on procrastination, I have to share something with you. Years ago, I used to be the biggest procrastinator. It was almost embarrassing. I'd always tell myself, you know what, I'll get to it later. There's always tomorrow or I have plenty of time. So why rush? Those are always my go to thoughts. But you know what? I found myself either not getting to it later or just having a bunch of things in this whole get to it later list, which ultimately means I never quite got to some of those things, whether it was schoolwork, laundry or things I needed to do to reach a particular goal that inspired me at some point. All of it just kind of ended up on a way back burner. And you know why some people procrastinate? Some people procrastinate because they allow themselves to become completely overwhelmed with everything they need to do, even things that don't relate to the original task. Like, for example, have you ever went to work after vacation, just just dreaded opening your email because you knew it was going to be a lot. You knew it would be at least 20 emails with like 15 different assignments and taskers. And it just gets you all riled up and you find yourself taking a break before you ever start working. Now, that type of shock trauma is kind of understandable, but in some instances it can be avoided. But I'll touch on that a little bit later. Another reason. Now, this is something I used to deal with a lot and I was really happy to find that other people dealt with it too and just as equally nobody quite understood what was happening or why one of those misery loves company type of things but regardless it was a breath of fresh air but it's the fear of actually completing something you see sometimes when things just constantly don't end the way you want we get used to expecting unfavorable results you adopt this mindset of not expecting for things to work out in your favor because it feels like that's how it's always been then after hundreds of thousands of things not going your way You finally find yourself in a position where you're shooting for a goal and this time you're in complete control of whatever it is you want to accomplish and things are finally going your way. But by that time, it just feels wrong. (laughs) It may sound crazy, but it's true. It feels like you're doing the wrong thing. You're just waiting for something bad to happen because, I mean, that's what you're used to. And while you're waiting, you stop moving forward. You slow down the momentum. You stop putting forth your best effort because it's going too good. Sounds weird, right? But you find yourself putting it to the back burner because you want to stop while you're ahead. It's called fear of success and it stems from self-doubt and not being comfortable with things actually going the way you plan. Almost like you feel like you don't deserve to succeed in your goals because it's never worked out for you. But this is what you have to keep in mind. All of those times when things didn't work out, you are preparing yourself and learning from your mistakes. So now that you have the opportunity to actually accomplish a goal, you need to stay on top of it and see it to the end. That feeling of things not going the way that you plan doesn't have to rear its ugly head now. And if it does, you don't want to be the reason for that feeling that you have to live with, that feeling of regret. You can't be okay with knowing that you have or you had the opportunity to change the outcome, but through your own fear, it may not work out. Now, those are just a few reasons. Of course, there are others. But when it comes to overcoming being a procrastinator, you have to develop this mindset of, I might as well do it now and get it over with because it's not going to get done if you don't do it. You know, think about how you'll feel when all that stuff piles up along with your normal day to day obligations and random things that tend to pop up. Now, I want you to think about something. Remember that shock trauma I mentioned earlier? There are so many times when we do that to ourselves. It's not just coming back to work after vacation. right? You do it to yourself every day. Every time you put stuff off, you're basically filling your inbox with things that you need to do, those tasks you don't want to get to. And you end up taking that break before you start working. That's what I meant by that. That was the whole correlation. But you have to condition yourself into thinking that you might as well knock it out now so you won't have to deal with it later. For example, are you working towards a certification or a degree that you know will support your professional goals but it's a lot to read you have to participate in these different forms watch these webinars write papers (laughs) but you really have to study but 
if you don't study what happens you find yourself not being prepared and you end up putting off something that can drastically change the future events of your life you have to ask yourself is the outcome worth the lack of action given to the objective now being a former procrastinator i can tell you how often i dealt with regret more than the feeling of accomplishment when i put things off and that wasn't a feeling i was okay with i really got tired of not getting things done it started to seem like i was constantly saying what i needed to do and too often it wasn't getting done it was always the same things over and over again and that started to transfer over into the feeling that i wasn't getting much accomplished with my life because there was always too much to do the difference between now that i'm not a procrastinator and before when i was is that now when i have too much to do it's working towards something. I'm not putting it off on the back burner. I'm working on it as it comes. So there's that constant feeling that I'm moving in the right direction. But I had to make a few changes to get things going in a more productive direction, if that makes sense. When you procrastinate, you're not only putting off things that you need to do, but you're putting off the feeling of accomplishment. And that's not what you want to do. Let's look at this using fitness. Now, you know for a fact that if you work out and eat right, you'll get results, right? So why put off being active and fixing your diet? Oh, but Derek, I'm just not motivated. Right? I hear that so often. I'm just not motivated. But listen, if results are the biggest motivator, then why put off getting those results? Do you see what I'm saying? Procrastination goes across the board. But if you want to fix it, you have to think about what you can accomplish if you eliminate it. One way to eliminate procrastination is by employing systems. You see, having a system in place for things you do helps a lot. It'll keep you organized, which is really important. And that's one of the reasons why a lot of people procrastinate is because they're really not organized. So what I need you to do, if you find yourself procrastinating a lot, make a daily, weekly or a monthly routine and just stick to it. You have to be disciplined, but you don't necessarily have to be a robot. But there should be some type of system you have for certain things. When you have the system in place with key items, then you'll see room to get other things done and you'll find yourself knocking out that list of things that have been backed up for forever and soon enough you won't really have much of a list unless it's things that you're actually going to get done and you'll find yourself getting into the habit of being organized and you're always getting things done and knocking things out and you're not procrastinating at all now i understand something some people don't like systems they don't like being disciplined they don't like being organized they don't like structure all right but if that's you you seriously need to pick a battle Either you don't like those things or you don't like feeling unaccomplished as a result of procrastination. But start with little systems because little systems do work. An example of a little system would be something like you wake up at a certain time, regardless of the day, you wake up at a certain time, Saturdays and Sundays included. You make your bed, you read a little bit, you watch the news and you listen to whatever genre of music that gets you going throughout the day. If it's a work day and you need to listen to something a little bit more calming to prepare for your job. Or if it's something that you listen to on a weekend that gets you kind of motivated to get up and do some cleaning or being active or something along those lines. But you you have to set up this little system. Now, that one's just simple and a bit generic, but it's a system nonetheless. It's a very simple system. Or you can have a system set where on certain days you do specific items or you're getting something done each day by a certain time. Now, this will help you with being more disciplined and task oriented, but you have to start with little things. And you'll see them trickle over to other areas. You'll work on things in the house and then you'll see them kind of trickle over into the workplace or the way you handle people, the way you deal with different things. You'll just begin to handle everything with a purpose. Now, another thing you could do is make self-development an ongoing process. Now, I know it sounds a bit cheesy, but you'd be amazed at how taking time to do things to better yourself will get you in the mindset of taking action. For example, for me, I listen to one podcast in the morning 
midday or in the evening, I'll either listen to an audio book or I'll read a little bit. And I honestly can't tell you how often I listen to music anymore. And it's not because I don't like music. I actually love music. But some of the words place me in this mindset that it doesn't really support productivity. Uh, it may make me want to work out or kind of get stuck in my thoughts, but not necessarily productive. And that's what I want to be. I want to be productive. It doesn't make me want to be better by getting things done. But that's me. That's me, Derek White. For you, it may be something different. Self-development may be completely different for you. But you have to think about it for a second. What makes you want to do better? What motivates you? What areas do you feel like you can improve? Now, you have to figure out little ways where you can invest in making those weaknesses better and make them into strengths through your own self-development practices. If reading is something that helps you, then read. If taking a little time to meditate helps you, then do that. If productivity is a weakness, then you have to invest time into bettering yourself in the area. But this is the thing <laughs> when it comes to self-development. Just don't spend so much time learning how to be productive and all that good stuff that you never get a chance to actually apply what you learn because it can't happen. You'll find yourself reading this self-help book for the next three weeks about being productive and now you have three weeks worth of things that you need to catch up on. That's it's kind of productive, right? Now, another thing you could do is simply being more productive by neglecting attention draining devices. In the age of social media, we have become conditioned to live on our phones. There are a few apps out there that will tell you how much time you spend on your phone. One is called Break Free and the other is called Quality Time. Download one if not both of those apps and check it out. And I want you to see how much time you're spending on your phone playing games, scrolling through your favorite social media channels or watching YouTube. That was my biggest advice to YouTube. Now, after you see how much time you spend on your phone, if you notice this a lot, think about what else you could have done with that time. Think about your goals and aspirations and whether or not you could have used that time to make progress towards reaching them if you hadn't been on your phone. You know, it's estimated that people spend an average of up to six hours on their phones per day. That's not text messaging. That's using apps. That's crazy, right? Six hours a day. That's almost a work day. And I'm sure a lot of things are being put to the back burner during those hours. One thing that I've started doing is giving myself little rules when it comes to my phone. I spend enough time texting online clients from different countries and time zones. The time zones are the ones that really get me. But it's really difficult for me to stay away from my phone because it's part of my business. But if I added spending a bunch of time using apps, oh my goodness, I'd really never get anything done. Like <laughs> I wouldn't get anything accomplished. So I had to give myself this three article rule. When I get on my phone and I open LinkedIn or Facebook, those are typically the two that I go to to start reading on a few things. But I go to links that will teach me something and I can only go with three at a time. That's it. Whether I like it or not, or and it really sucks whenever you start reading one of these articles and I see one of those little headlines that says something like, I bet you don't know what happens next. I want to click it. Of course I want to click it, but that will go against my productivity, right? I have to practice discipline and it sucks sometimes, but I had to put that rule in place so I know for sure I could reach my goals and be productive. Now, the thing with getting rid of procrastination is, First, you have to identify the problem and commit to working on it before it becomes a habit. Or if it's already a habit, you have to work on making sure it doesn't become a more serious habit. And as humans, we sometimes battle being real with ourselves. We can tell other people a long list of what we have to do or why we didn't get things done. But deep down inside, we know the truth. We know we just dropped the ball because we got lazy or overwhelmed with all the things we have on our list. It happens. But you have to be real with yourself. For example, if I find myself falling down that rabbit hole of procrastination, I have to tell myself, I have to put myself in check. Like, listen, Derek, 
You can either turn off Law & Order SVU right now and get things done, or you can watch the next five seasons and only think about what you could have already accomplished. Now, I like Law & Order, but I hate feeling like I'm behind on being productive or reaching my goals. Now, using that example, we all have our own version of Law & Order. It's something we enjoy so much that we let it take our time and attention away from things that could really, really be getting done. Maybe yours is Law & Order as well, but... It's something, whatever it is, it's something. It might even be just laying in the bed, twiddling your thumbs for hours on end when you know there is something you should be doing. And that something has probably been on the back burner for a very long time. Now, when it comes to overcoming procrastination, there are a few things you need to think about. You have to think about some of the things you've been putting off and if you're using your free time effectively. And you have to think about why these things are happening. And you also have to factor in that maybe you're letting things distract you or maybe you're psyching yourself out because you're scared of your own success. You're scared of your own potential. But in all those situations, you are in complete control. It all comes back to you. It comes back to you wanting to do better and investing and bettering yourself by making it an effort to be more disciplined and making it a point to work on self-development. But it's doable. And I could tell you from personal experience, the end result is definitely worth it. And while I'm on the subject of not letting you hold yourself back. Next week on episode number 19, I'm interviewing a gentleman who fits that mold perfectly. This gentleman went to prison for almost two years. He felt like he had nothing else to live for. He almost died in the hospital. And after everything was said and done, he decided to not be a victim to himself. And he made a complete 180, put himself through college, and he recently earned his master's degree. But I was really impressed by this guy. I was really impressed by him, and I'm sure you will be too. So I want you to definitely tune in for that one. I also want to thank you for spending some time with me today, and I hope I said something that will, will help you with overcoming your procrastination. And also, if you enjoyed this podcast, do me a favor and share it with your friends. Maybe it'll help them overcome procrastination as well. Until next week, take care.